Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it's that I wasn't a real Von Erich. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class? Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by chance, chance wrestling, wrestling as a Von Eric. Lance by chance. Buy your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon. This is everyone's homie, Pompano Joe, and you're listening to the Russellville Podcast. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is 20-year professional wrestler, Papano Joe from... Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm from just outside of Cincinnati. Okay, okay. You Bengals fan? Of course. Who day? <laughs> we're going to win it all this year. We started slow, but we're going to we're gonna pull it through. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, exciting stuff going up there with that team, right? It's got to be exciting. It's always fun when the hometown team wins, right? Right, right. We're we're getting close the past couple of years, but uh, we're getting we're gonna do it uh, here well, soon. So hopefully this this year's the year. But like I said, it's not not looking good to start off with. But I think we'll pull. Through. Yeah, well, you guys got a good team. You got definitely a good quarterback. So. What what is it about pro wrestling and you? I mean, you've dedicated uh two decades, probably even more, to pro wrestling, right? I mean, that's a long time. What is it about pro wrestling for you, Joe? Yeah, it's just can't point out one particular thing. It's just always been in my life. Uh, ever since I was little, uh, I was into it. My earliest memories are, you know, watching WrestleMania at my grandma's house, uh, and then you know, watching other re- WrestleMania at other relatives' house, and it just fo- fostered from there. I, I got into watching it every Saturday morning, and then it turned into every Saturday evening as well. And um, now I, I don't watch it as much on TV, but I still like to pop on some YouTube and check out. Um, I prefer some classic, older, you know, 1980s, 1990s wrestling, uh, but I still keep up with the indie uh indie stuff going on right now it, it, i like to mix it up so i got a wide variety of my interests 
but just kind of tying it all back, uh, I just always been a fan. Um, there's just something about it. It's always uh, attracted me to it. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm I'm kind of like you in that sense. I I like my '80s wrestling, but I I I love the independent scene. Been watching some stuff uh, uh, from New York. Uh, the scene up there. Uh, been uh, watching uh, some stuff here in Texas. So there's definitely a lot of wrestling out there to watch, right? Not yeah. just just not the stuff that's on TV. And just, and just an interesting uh, note from, uh, you know, my early childhood wrestling is uh, my very first professional live wrestling match with the WWF house show. I think it was like 1986, but uh, I have pictures um, from back then, Polaroids, and I you know went through them a couple years ago, and I'm flipping through them, and I, I noticed the referee is uh, familiar looking, and I look a little closer, and it's... It's Roger Ruff, and he he was actually refereeing at uh, my very first live show when I was a little kid. Wow. Okay, so uh, for for my listeners that may not be familiar with Roger Ruffin, Roger Ruffin uh, was a wrestler and a referee, but is now the, I guess, owner, right? Yes, correct. O- owner of Northern Wrestling Federation and Bone Crushers uh, Wrestling Training School, right? Yes. Uh, and located up there in Cincinnati, Ohio, or maybe on the outskirts, right? No, it's right in the middle of, uh, it's not downtown Cincinnati, but it's just outside of the downtown. Uh, it's in on Vine Street, uh, 6105 Vine Street uh, in Cincinnati. We train every Tuesday, Thursday night. I uh, help train uh, some of the students there. I'm there every week, too. So I'm trying to trying to spread the knowledge and keep it going. It's got to be good for you to pass on what you know, right? I mean, it kind of strengthens and confirms, right? It's like, you know, it, it's it's got to. What, what's it do for you? What, what do you get out of training? Well, I mean, it, it's good to see uh, the students learn and grow, and eventually, hopefully, have good matches. Uh, but then you also, you know, you get also you get to learn different things. You get to learn uh, different techniques about. Uh, how you approach situations and how you teach uh, different students. I like to show up early and I like to uh, get in some chain wrestling before the training session even starts. So I, I get in a workout too. I like to, I like to roll around on the mats there and uh, practice uh, my reversals and the counters. And it's got to be challenging, right? Because not everybody is 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 the same, right? So you take five five different people, and maybe you you have to, you know, come up with some kind of a teaching style that they're going to be yeah. receptive of, right? Not everyone's and, and it, receptive the same way. And at Bone Crushers, you can join any time. We don't have a a startup time, so it's not like you said it, it's. If you can walk in tomorrow and start, and then there's another guy that starts in three weeks, so we're all at different levels. And we have guys that have been there one year, two years, five years. It, you know, if uh, I, I'm a, I've always had the, the feeling that if if you're trying to, uh, you know, get better in wrestling and get out there and get a job on one of the the big time promotions, we, you should be a trainer. There's not a reason uh, you shouldn't be. Right. 
Right. And you're you're in a uh, good area. You're in there in Cincinnati or real close to Kentucky. I, I know your your promotion goes the Northern Wrestling Federation goes into Kentucky. Lud Ludwig, right? Uh Ludlow. 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 Okay. Our, our current shows uh that we travel okay. to. The Ludlow Theater and uh Hips in Covington. Okay. Well you see how, how many times that I've been there. You're close. But I've seen that you wrestle in Indiana. There's a lot of wrestling over there, right? I mean, there's a lot of places in and several other places in Ohio that you wrestle for. So, I mean, you're, I mean, from what I see, outsider looking in, it looks like a hotbed of wrestling over there. Yeah, yeah. I also work for a group called Battle on the Border over there. They work along the Indiana-Ohio border. Um, and, and like I said, I try to get out to other promotions when I can. We used to have one. Uh, in Hamilton, Ohio, uh, called FGW, uh, kind of on a hiatus right now, looking for a, a new building. Uh, so hopefully that will uh, that'll pop up soon, but we'll see when that happens. Right, right. And you got your start at the Northern Wrestling Federation. What was what was that like? It was it was a lot different than it, than it is today. Uh, it, it, we had a different building. Um, it was, I mean, it still is very cold in the winter and hot in the summer, uh, but, but it's, it's, it's grueling. It's never what you expect going in. It's a lot of, a lot of working out and cardiovascular drills, but at the same time, uh, when you step in there, you don't, you know, you don't really know how well you can throw yourself around and how athletic you can really be. Mm -hmm. And how often does NWF run shows uh nwf run shows every saturday night typically um there's an occasional friday night show uh that we travel uh to like you said ludlow kentucky uh covington kentucky mount orb ohio uh, we wrestle at bone crushers we have student shows at bone crushers um uh, we also have a new building in fairfield ohio so we can uh we we had a uh, shows throughout the summer at Swine City Brewery, which is a nice outdoor location. Uh, but it gets a little cold, and uh, the sun doesn't stay up for, for too long now. So uh, we had to find a, a substitute. And and you guys have a, a pretty strong following, right? I mean, you have some people that have been following your your shows and, and your wrestlers for, for a while. Yeah, we have a very loyal fan base. Um, typically... Uh, when you when you do indie shows, it's kind of regional, you know. You you it's people from that town and people that live close there. But uh, there's a good chunk of our audience that they travel to all the different cities. So that's just a testament to uh, what we're doing here. Right, right, yeah. It, it's it's got to be exciting. I mean, I I wish I was a lot closer to hit some of those shows because I mean. Uh, I do follow you guys, so I, I know a little bit about what's going on and, and uh, who some of your, your people are. And so it's uh, it's exciting to see. But, you know, from what I what I see also, too, that, you know, um, the loyalty. Right. There's a there's a rich, uh, a rich uh, lineage of of. Well-known wrestlers that come out of there, too. Yeah, yeah, Bone, Bone Crushers has had uh, quite quite a few uh, 
wrestlers come through to achieve greater things. Um, there's Wildcat Chris Harris. He he still have, helps out. Um, he likes to share his knowledge as well. Uh, he still helps out at Bone Crusher. So um, there is Abyss. Um, uh, um, there's Carl Anderson. Currently out there on the independent scene is guys like Jordan Clearwater and Lord Crew. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, I see that uh, Nikki Victory is is getting a lot of uh, yeah her, yeah she she's getting her name out there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nice young lady. I got to talk to her, and uh, of course you've got like Big Mama's up there. I I love talking to her. She's a she's a character, right? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, she's always trying. She's trying to get her name out as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got we got a a influx of female competitors, and we call it the our our title over there is called the Women's Revolution Championship. Uh, so we have we have a f- quite a few girls that are, are trying to make the names for themselves. So I expect to be hearing a more more from Big Mama and Nikki Victory along with a few others. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, Lord Crew, you mentioned him. He's you know, I was going down the, the Twitter rabbit hole <laughs> and you know how you, you know, how you click on a wrestler and then you click on another person and then you, you know, you go into their friends and then you click on somebody else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was just really going in a different direction and I was coming across some posters of him and I was like, Hey, I know this guy from Northern wrestling federation. Right. And so I thought that was cool and had the opportunity to speak to him and he's had some cool things. Uh, You know, he was doing some traveling and the last time I talked to him and he was going to Florida and, you know, it's gotta be pretty exciting when, you know, when when you do some traveling or when you see some of the people that you've been working with do some traveling too, right? Well, of course, it's always exciting uh, to see see your friends do well, um, whether it be just on an independent level or, you know, different shots on like AEW or WWE. It's always exciting to see, you know, your friends on TV. Who are some of your friends that had the opportunity to wrestle on AEW? Uh, well, we mentioned uh, Lord Crew. Uh, Nikki Victory's made appearance. Uh, I believe Nasty Russ and T Money, uh, Jollyville, their tag team. Um, I mean, it's just exciting to see all around. You, you got well when you travel, you make friends all over. So it, you know, it's exciting to see those faces on on TV or on big independent shows. Right, right, absolutely. And you've been around a while, you know, uh, almost what two decades, right? So yeah, yeah, a little over that, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you've had the opportunity to step into uh, the ring with some some pretty big names yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's always exciting to get in there, um, and and mix it up, uh, you know, see see what you got against uh, some of the big timers, you know, some of the more athletic guys or some of the old timers uh, that, that you've looked up to. Yeah. I saw that uh, what last year you had the opportunity to work with uh, Shane Douglas. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, he, uh, he, he's still, he's still making the rounds. So it's good to see him still out there. You uh, know what? We, I've talked to some people in the business that um, speak very highly 
very, very highly of his in-ring work. And, uh, you know, he's had a, had a good career, you know, probably, you know, maybe, maybe a little overlooked in some spots, right. A little underrated at times in, in times of his career, you know, and, uh, and I think he's out there. I, you know, I, I'm not for sure on this, but, you know, I, I think he's out there doing it because he wants to do it, not because, you know, right. that he that he has to. He, he enjoys getting out there and and making these shows and still going out there and performing. Yeah. And I and I think it shows. Right. I mean, when when you find something that you enjoy doing, it's you, you don't have to tell people that, hey, I like doing this. Right. I mean, it, you know, it it's clear to everybody. Yeah. And especially, you know, and just in wrestling in general, you know, if you, if you don't like, if we didn't like doing it, we, you know, we wouldn't be here. We sacrificed so much uh, already, you know, whether it be, you know, our time and our bodies and whatever else it is, uh, you know, we sacrifice so much already. It's. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, it, it, it's, it looks glamorous on the, on the outside. Right. But I mean, you know, there's water traveling, there's uh, body aches, there's, you know, schedules and all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I was saying is, you know, if we didn't enjoy it, we, we wouldn't be doing this. So, you know, that's, that comes, you know, from the top down. So. Right. Right. Absolutely. What is it that you like so much about pro wrestling? You know, um, you know I like, I have, I like the athleticism and the, you know, the, the actual wrestling and the and the dramatics. Uh, I've like I said it earlier. I've always been a fan. It's just something that's always drawn me into it ever since I was a little kid. And, and you know, and, and now uh, you know it's it's the it's the athleticism that keeps me into it. I, I like to keep going and uh, you know get in there and be physical. I'm actually. Uh, I hold the NWF heavyweight championship, so I have to be at the top of my game. I'm sorry. Who are some of the uh, competitors that are challenging you right now for that title? Uh, well, the, the main one right now is DC. Uh, he's the guy that I, I took the championship off of. Uh, seems like every week he's you know finding a way to, to leave me laying. There's a time or two that I, I've gotten back, you know, kind of got my revenge. Um, but he's still, you know, trying to get that belt back. Uh, we also got a competitor named Sean Evans that trying to get his name into a mix. Uh, you know, he's kind of on the same level. He likes to, you know, sneak attack me and lay me out, but we'll find, he'll find out soon. That's not a very good idea. What do you think it is about the Northern Wrestling Federation that, you know, uh, What it, I guess they're successful. They've been around for as long as they've been around for a reason. What What do you think that is? Is it Is it from the top? Is it the training? Is it the uh, maybe the uh, the people that come in and and take care of it? I mean, maybe a combination of things. It's just it comes from the top down. It's a team effort. It's so many moving parts and. You know, it's when there where something needs to be done. You know, there's usually somebody that'll step up and take responsibility for that. Uh, and it's it's kind of always been like that. It's it's a 
said it's a team team effort. It's not one person that that does it all. I mean, of course, Roger is uh, you know gets it all together and keeps everything going. Uh, and you know, and he he will do all those parts if needed. But we have such a, a, a big team uh, that we you know we'll, the guys like to you know contribute and uh, take the load off and. But like I said, like Roger will do anything. I've seen Roger at shows sweeping the floors and picking up chairs. You know, it's it's a it's a team effort from from top down. Right. And and that's got to kind of be a thing that everybody's willing to do. Right. I mean, I I've talked to Roger a few times and I've you know, I, I feel like I know a little bit about. NWF. So I would feel like um, I would be very surprised if there's someone in the locker room that would would probably say something like, "That's not my job." Right, right. And I, you know, if there if there is, it, you know, those type of attitudes, uh, those people don't last too long. Right, right. That that that's the take that I get. I'm pr- I'm pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a team effort and. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta pull your weight, and and every, then there's nobody that sits around and says, "No, I'm not gonna help do this or that." Right, right, absolutely. Who are some of the uh, maybe the young wrestlers on the rise over there that you know some that fans you know might want to keep an eye on? Someone who you think is exciting? Yeah, uh, I mean, we have a whole future star division. So aside from the NWF. You know, once a month or maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less. It just depends on our the, the regular schedule for the NWF. Uh, but we'll have our trainees that we'll have. We have um, we've built up such a collection of students that we have our own show. Um, we'll, we'll pull a couple guys from the main roster to kind of have some matches. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's the student showcase. Uh, we got a, a lot, lot of guys coming up there. Uh, we got uh, AJ Vest. Um, uh, we got Kobe Kane, uh, Dakota Wolf, um, Mister Destiny. It go, the list goes on and on. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure there's I know there's people that I'm leaving out, uh, but they people, you know we we train hard at the NWF and uh, we're trying to, you know. It's, uh, friendly competition with each other somewhat to try to do the best and have the best matches. What do you, what do you think it is about the future star shows? It's, it, it's, it's a showcase for, for the younger wrestlers, right? The, when I say younger wrestlers, like the newer wrestlers in the business, right? So it's, it's a, a showcase for them. It, it's probably, do you find it that it's a, a comfortable atmosphere for them? Yeah, well, maybe maybe not so much. Uh, just in, in any setting if in a young wrestler's career, like no place is going to be a comfortable setting for them when they're going out there for a match. So, But we, I mean, we make it as comfortable as possible. It's, it's where they train at. Uh, it's a lot of times it's in front of their families and friends. Uh, so so it's, we make it as comfortable as possible, but in, right. in your early matches, uh, you're, you know, at your your nerves are going like crazy. So oh, I I, I could imagine. 
and and you're in your underwear. <laughs> right, right. Right? Well, I, I heard that makes you forget about your nerves. It what? Wait, no, wait, no that's that's imagining everyone else in their underwear. That, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, Joe, when you're not wrestling, what is it that you like to do? What, you know, what, what is it that does anything pay the bills other than wrestling? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, mainly I hang out with my dogs. Uh, I'm not wrestling and other dogs and gym for the most part. Other than that, uh, I like to, to video edit uh, wrestling stuff. Uh, I do a lot of work, uh, video work for NWF as well. Um, a lot of work on the, the weekly Bust and Loose show comes out every Sunday at eight o'clock. Um, I, I try to get that together. I also, you know, if I have time, I'll make different highlight highlight reels and and uh, commercials for NWF. Um, so if there's anybody out there listening that needs like a highlight reel video, uh, I I. I can multi-camera edit. Uh, I'm a jack of all trades, so uh, so editing is my my other passion. So I just kind of mixed my two passions together to to enjoy both a little bit more. Right, absolutely. Hey, man, I I do I do video production myself, and uh, I tell you. I am so glad that I know how to do that. Yeah, I went for I in high school. I took a few classes, but uh, that was back when digital editing was just the very, very beginning. So it's it's totally changed, and you know I'm all for it. It's a lot easier than it was oh, years yeah. ago. Oh yeah, I, man, I remember when we were going tape to tape, you know, and man, I tell you, oh I, yeah, yeah, and. It, I mean, speaking of tapes, you know, rep, you know, the the availability of wrestling's changed so much. We, I used to go tape to tape to to trade, and now you can just easily upload and watch on YouTube. Right? It's yeah, it's amazing. I, I would have loved that growing up. Absolutely, no, absolutely. And and you know what I think is so cool about the, um, I guess uh, today's day of of wrestling is. You know, with the technology and stuff, all the streaming, you've got like uh, Title Match Network. That's one that I go to. Of course, you got Fight TV, um, IWTV, right? You got all this. Yeah, yeah. You got all this wrestling at your fingertips and not just the stuff that's on TV. You know, it's like a whole, you know, there's different like little, you know, Planets of wrestling out there, right? Right. It, yeah, it, it's a it's a wormhole. Like you said with that Twitter wormhole, it's you'll jump into something and you'll get lost in it. There, there's so much stuff you can watch now. Yeah, and it and, and it's really I mean, I'm really enjoying the era of wrestling that we're in, you know. And there was a period where, you know, um uh, I remember what 15 years ago it was the independent scene wasn't what it was like what it's like now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course not. No, it was. Yeah, uh, it used to be before before uh, videos got big on the internet. We used to have to to mail tapes or DVDs to promoters, and right. and you know you you that was very you would get the address off the internet, but that was about it. It 
it was it was rough, you know, 15 years ago. But luckily, things things have improved for the better. Right, right. And how you know if you're doing the videos and and you're working on the show, where where can people find the uh, show that you were talking about for the Northern Wrestling? that is on the Northern Wrestling uh, Federation's uh, Facebook page every Sunday at eight o'clock. Um, we're going to start putting those up on YouTube as well, uh, so you'll be able to find them there. Uh, in it, and we also put it's cross posted on Instagram. What is the most successful way that you know uh, for you know you're talking maybe to a up and coming wrestler? What would your advice be for? Marketing, social media, and stuff like that. I mean, what would, what would you tell them? For, you know, what, you know, where to start? Yeah, for I mean, I I kind of have a the opposite opinion from everybody. Where, you know, nowadays everybody's out on social media sharing everything, right? I mean, that it's good to share things, but uh, I think it's it's a little overdone by some people. Um, it's definitely a good tool when used correctly. Uh, but for for a young up and coming wrestler, I would just say it's not that important yet. It's not as important as the actual training and uh, as getting into the gym and and getting your body in shape. Because um, because you know it can always that can always come later. You can always make those accounts and and you and you'll also have more experience by then and you'll know a little bit more of how to process and how you should post and how you should act. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, there is a, I guess, um, a way to carry yourself too. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. When you, when just for example, I'm, you know, nobody in particular, but when you're first starting out, if, if you put it, if you put a match up on YouTube and it's not a very good match per se, you know, you might think it's good because it's one of your first matches, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's not very good. Uh, well, that's out there forever now. You know, it's it's out there. Uh, so when somebody types in your name, this is going to pop up, and they're going to see possibly not a very good match. You know, rather than you know picking and and choosing and being selective about what you put up. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right, man. Are you on social media? How can fans find? I you? am. Um, I'm at Pompano Joe on Facebook and Twitter, and at Who's Everyone's Homie on Instagram. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I enjoyed. Uh, I always like talking about the Northern Wrestling Federation, and it's always good to uh, learn about new wrestlers. To me, you know. So you're not new, but you're new to me. All right. Well, I. I uh... Appreciate you having me on. Uh, good luck with all your projects going on. Hey, thank you, man. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't a real Von Erich. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class? Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. 
Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by chance, chance wrestling is a Lance by chance. Buy your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon.